Father, we come to you tonight, dear Lord, in prayer. Just, dear Lord, thinking about your ways. Lord, thinking about what we're to do at this time, dear God, when the war is here, the people don't see it, Lord, but even, Lord, if they would listen to the very words of their president, dear Lord, of this nation of America, they would see, dear Lord, it's nothing but lies and just provocation, Lord. And Father, he's done abominable works with these abortion laws and funding abortions all over the world, dear Lord. And dear Lord, the continuing putting up of idols and pagan statues like this week, dear Lord, when they put the Arta Triumph in the United Nations or that area in New York City. Well, we pray that the people begin to understand, Lord, that these things are evil, they're idols, and you told us, Lord, not to do this. Lord, you told us if we would listen to you. In, in the seven churches, Lord, in Revelation, you, you showed, dear God, at each time you were calling for them to come and overcome the world. Lord, you told them in, in Revelation 15, Lord, you're showing us there, dear Lord, that he that overcomes the world will stand before you, dear Lord. We, in other words, you'll lift them up and they'll escape these judgments Dear Lord, when that time comes, because, Lord, it isn't until the time of the Antichrist, which is not now. Lord, this is the spirit of the Antichrist. This is not the Antichrist that everybody talks about. Lord, the people of his, of yours, will not be here at that time. They will be raptured. But right now, Lord, these people must overcome the world. Lord, you've made it clear in the book of Joel, in chapter 2, Lord, that we are not able to overcome the world until we turn to you. Because, Lord, you said you cannot even allow the Lord Jesus, the bridegroom, to come until we've turned to you and done what it says in Joel 2, 12 to 20. But, Lord, we are a nation of priests and elders and leaders and followers, dear Lord, and do not love you. We will not hear your words. We will not hear the speech that you utter. We cannot discern or rightly divide the words of truth. Lord, the truth is the words, dear Lord, that when they're uttered, they're like keys that unlock the greater promises because they're spoken in a holy language, that utterance of using your words that you've highlighted throughout the scriptures, Lord, you've made them known. If the people will hear, you will guide them by the Spirit because it is the Spirit that guides them to understand these words. But they will not receive the Spirit of truth because they're too arrogant in these times. And Lord, they say that just like it hasn't changed from the days that you were here on the earth. Because in that day, Lord, the rabbis and leaders and shepherds and elders were all saying at that time, Lord, that you were of the devil because you spoke these words and claimed these things. And, Lord, they said that you were of, of the devil. And, Lord, you told them that that's not you true, that they are like of their father, the devil, because when Abraham, when you went to Abraham with wine and bread, dear Lord, he received you gladly, and he never went to war again. But, Lord, these people don't understand, dear Lord, that when the new covenant comes, when you break wine and bread, you showed it then. Dear Lord, everything's changed. They don't need to go to war. Dear Lord, you have the ability to drive the Northern Army far away from us just by the way of the words. But Lord, our job at this time is to harvest all those who will hear. And Lord, they will not hear. Dear Lord, they're very stubborn because, Lord, you told them through John and First John 5, dear Lord, you told them that he overcomes the world as those who get the word of God. They will not hear the words. They do not know your name. Lord, you, you told them from the beginning. You've showed them so many times your way, Lord. 
Uh, Father, here we are, dear Lord, and knowingly, and the press is not talking about it, but they're putting these idols up. And Lord, when we look around our cities, we're filled with pagan idols. Lord, you said that those that do this, dear Lord, are cursed. Father, also, dear Lord, you said those that lead the people blindly. In other words, those who are blind do lead the blind. Dear Lord, they are in great trouble because they're cursed for leading the blind wrongly. But Lord, they're also cursed because they will not hear your truth and they do not love you and yet they proclaim to love you. Lord, you made it clear in John 14, 23 to 24 that they do not love you if they will not hear your words. And if they call these words that are holy, that you said, dear Lord, we must be set apart by in John 14, 23 and 24 and John 12, 48. Lord, you warned us we'll be judged by these words. You said in John 14, 23 and 24 that, dear Lord, those who do not receive your words do not love you. You said in John 17, 17, we must be set apart by these words of truth that come from God. Lord, they don't understand the concept of your laws, even in the Old Testament. Lord, they, they, some people want to be under the Old Testament ways, but they do not understand you came to give us a new covenant. Dear Lord, it fulfilled the scriptures and allow us to call upon your words and just speak forth the good things. And the good things, if rejected, Satan is rejected and he has to leave. Because, Lord, you said that if we will put you in us, you overcome us by having you in us. Because, Lord, it says, John, I mean, in Joel 2, 12 to 20, that if you're in us, dear Lord, the northern army is driven far away from us. And it's very interesting, Lord, that in this time you call it all the northern army, which is the world army, as you've said in Job 26, 26 7. That the, the empty space, the empty expanse of the firmament where you put the earth and the lights and everything else is called the north. And therefore, Lord, those of the world army, it's no longer just the, the armies that were in is, Israel at the time you brought the people out of Egypt. It's far more than that now. And Lord, you told them in there, dear God, that if they would do this, if they would obey you, Lord, you would move all those people out of those lands, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the, the Hittites, the Parasites, the um, Hivites, and I think it was Jebusites. Lord, you said you'd drive them all out. And Lord, you've told us at this time you'll drive out the northern army. There's no different. Dear Lord, it's, it's all the armies of the world, all the people that were in the promised land that didn't belong there because they'd sinned. And you said they're going to depart from them because they had sinned and worshipped idols and went in pagan ways of worship, which is exactly what our leaders are doing. Lord, they, they voted the Bush family, put in the laws, dear God, that they no longer have to obey the truth. They don't have to speak the truth or do the truth. And Lord, you said that's the only way you are. Only those of you are of the truth and those, those who allow falsehood to be of the truth is not of the truth. And Lord, you told us to repent from all falsehood and come to you at this time and you would forgive us our sins and we will turn and go after your name. Lord, you showed us your name. Moses wanted to know your name. And it's very interesting, Lord, after the time of the, the golden calf, dear Lord, after that time, Dear God, you still had mercy. Moses interceded for you, wouldn't destroy the people, which is exactly what you're telling us to do in Joel 2, 12 to 20. You're pleading with the people that, look, if you will plead for the people, then I will hear your cry and I will intervene for you and I'll drive these northern armies far away. That's the same thing. You wanted to destroy these people who were rebellious. Your people, your ones that you brought out of Egypt, 
Dear Lord, they were rebellious against you, just like the church of this day is completely rebellious. They will not hear your words. They will not uh, understand, dear God, that there's words that unlock the greater promises because when these words are uttered, it becomes a pure language. And you said, Lord, that this utterance, this ream of word, Dear Lord, it's a rima word, dear Lord, because it's based upon law. These words have promises in the Bible that will not be broken. And dear Lord, you gave us example of example of these things. We even talk about your face. We even talk about your word. We even talk about the truth. We even talk about all these things, Lord. You've made it known, dear Lord, if these things are done. Lord, they, they go back at the Old Testament laws and they can't understand the laws. They don't understand the laws, dear Lord, like why do you put a fence around the roof? Why do you uh, have to send the mother uh, away before you take the eggs? Lord, all these things are ways of doing the words. Dear Lord, when they do those, it gives them the right to be able to receive the knowledge. But they don't want to keep those laws. They want to bend them. And Lord, we do the same thing in this day. We don't even keep your Sabbath, your new moons. Dear Lord, they don't even know what your new moon is. They don't know when your Sabbath is because the pagan calendars are from fixed week calendars. Dear Lord, based upon the Son, God, not you. You're the Son of Righteousness. And all things are based upon you. It is not like that. You're doing the, you have the lunar solar. You've given the moon and, the, and the, the sun things to do to bring forth the seasons and times, for example. And Lord, these people will not receive this knowledge. But Lord, when Moses pleaded with you, he wanted to know your glory. Because Lord, even when these people, and he's really looking at you, wanted to really know you. Lord, the people of today do not want to know you. They say they know you. But dear Lord, if they knew you, they'd know your appointed times and they can't even identify this as the fifth beast kingdom. So they don't know your appointed times as it says in Job 24.1. So they don't know you. And they don't know you because, Lord, they're not pleading to know you. They don't know your words, your ways, your promises that you prepared. They don't know how to overcome the world. The preachers are sitting back, Lord, and they're saying, we've got to wait on the Lord. When there's instructions exactly what to do in Joel 2, 12 to 20, and if they will go back, it's exactly what happened in Exodus 33 and 34. After the people... 32 had done the golden calf thing and they should have been killed and destroyed. You, you're long-suffering. And in, verse, in Exodus 34, you met Moses up on the mountain. You told him, don't bring these people up with you because they'll be destroyed. But you said you knew and recognized Moses by his name, which is the work for the kingdom that he had to do. Lord, he overcomes the waters. And Lord, by that name, he's overcoming the world. He did it in front of Moses. He believed you, risked his life, and went there and did that. And Lord, you honored him with these things. And Lord, we're doing this at this time. Lord, we're going forth and risking our lives against the world, Lord. And people know. Dear Lord, this is true. And you know. It doesn't matter that people know. But Lord, you know. And Lord, we're telling the words, dear God. And the words, dear Lord, as you said, and you came and you asked Moses to come to your mountain as you've asked us, dear Lord, come to your mountain. In other words, sanctify ourselves, get to know what our name is, get to know what the work of the kingdom is, and desire to see your glory. Lord, your glory is in the ways of the words that you do in the ways of the seven spirits, just like you did there. And when you came by Moses, Moses, dear Lord, you, you said, you, you passed before him and you proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in kindness and truth. Lord, right there is the way of the seven spirits, the six, the six spirits, and, and dear Lord, the result is the seventh spirit. 
But Lord, you're showing them that the Lord, the Lord, it's, it's like before the creation, there was God and then there was you because he, he gave you authority and you spoke all things forth. And then what happened? God is compassionate. He gave them the words of wisdom. He wants them not just that he go out there and struggle in the world. He gave them what they needed to bring forth all the glory that he put into the earth for them so they could understand his glory. Come to the mountain. Hear my word. And, he, and that's what he did. He, Moses heard his words. He listened. We aren't listening, Lord. We think we get prophecy, but we do not understand the ways of the seven spirits and what you say, and you will do all things in the way of your lamps. And Lord, we, we, we look there, Lord, and we know that your eyes are fiery red, but we don't understand that the eyes are the lamp of the body, which means before you goes the inheritance, and the people don't understand that red blood is the, the, the color of the inheritance. It sets us apart from the world. And those who hear your words, that's what we're going to be judged by at this time. It sets us apart from the world. And Father, we pray that the people begin to understand, dear Lord, you're zealous for the inheritance at this time. They're talking about the blood moon coming, but it's the sign of they better select the inheritance of the words of God, the kingdom that's within them, that does all things, enables all things. Those people will have the right to call on the words if they do not receive that. Then, dear Lord, the last calling, they've been warned, they've been warned, they've been warned, but they're not listening, Lord. They don't want to believe this, dear Lord. They think they're fine. And the tribulation is coming with them. They haven't set themselves apart from the world. And you told them in Joel 2, 12 to 20, they must be sanctified. And you told them in John 17, 17, the only way to sanctification is by being what? Besides receiving the word that puts the Holy Spirit within you. Dear Lord, we seek you. You'll pour out your spirit upon us and you'll cause us to know your words. Proverbs 1, 23. But if we will not hear those words, we're not of you. We can't be of God. John 8, 47. Dear Lord, we pray that if they will hear, dear Lord, you said, dear Lord, in John 15, 7, if we will abide in you and abide in your words, Lord, we'll have what we desire. Today, Lord, the people are looking for cash money. Dear Lord, you gave the people treasures out of Egypt. It was a constant temptation for them to go back to the way of the world. They're going to have a similar thing at this time if they come out. If they will hear and come out, you're going to give them great wealth and, and treasures, dear God. But they better use it for the kingdom because it's of no value in the time of the Antichrist. He's going to steal it back all. And during the last, uh, in the afternoon of the day of the Lord, when his hour comes, it says he'll even have power over the saints. Dear Lord, because the real saints were the ones that come out now. They're the ones that are set apart. They're going to be purified, made white and refined and then raptured in the midst of the morning. But Lord, this is the ending of the night of the day of the Lord. And Lord, they will not hear. And I've explained it, Lord, as you pointed it out to me in the writings, Lord, they have no excuse. It's been made known since 2004. And dear Lord, the basic time frames are there. And Lord, you've been adding constantly knowledge of, of this dear lord and improving it and correcting it and, and refining it as we go which is the way you give knowledge which is what is in isaiah 28 9 to 13 lord it's like in the garden dear lord you had the tree of life and you had the, uh, the tree of good and evil and lord they do not understand you told them not to eat of those fruits because they get it too quick and will not understand the way 
They will have not built a foundation to receive the great treasure. And they will not understand, dear Lord, that you put all these treasures in the earth to us to bring forth. And as we begin to nourish these, as we begin to take care of these, we learn, dear Lord, it's not about us. It's about your plan. It's about, the, dear Lord, it's, it is about us. But, Lord, it's in a, in a way, dear Lord, of you're teaching us how to do for others and how to build a kingdom. Lord, we're trying to build our own little house, our own little temple. And preachers, dear Lord, brag about the fact they got the biggest house. They got jets. They got all these things. And they, they get on airplanes and say, don't you know who I am? Or they go to a doctor's office. Don't you know who I am? Dear Lord, how arrogant. Dear Lord, how ridiculous. Did you ever come? And say, don't you know who I am except for the lady who you're trying to help? And you said, I am the Son of God, the Messiah that she's waiting on. We'll help her get over all these things. But he testified to it and he spoke it in goodness. He didn't speak it in arrogance, demanding attention, demanding something for himself. Their Lord, he was trying to give her water so that she'd be reborn. Their Lord, that's the way of your kingdom. And Lord, when you passed before Moses on that mountaintop, you told him the way of the six spirits and the six one, dear Lord, is the knowledge of truth, the knowledge of the works that we've got to do for the kingdom. Dear Lord, but that has to be built up. We first must understand that you are the Lord, that you are the authorization, you're this, the, the representative of God himself because it's, he's in you. We came forth out of you because God did it that way, dear Lord, so we're made from you. Uh, dear Lord, you also, he's gracious, dear Lord. He gives us his words of wisdom so that we can overcome all things. And he's merciful. Dear Lord, he gives us understanding. Dear Lord, he, he was compassionate to give us the words of wisdom. He was gracious that he gave us understanding of how to bring forth the fruit of the earth to, to, for the nourishment of all things, even to the animals and how to correct the earth and all these things. And then he's slow to anger, which is his counsel is important. Lord, you could speak and destroy us immediately. You could breathe and destroy us immediately. But Lord, you have the, the long-term plan. You know our weaknesses. You know our sins. You know our evil ways. And even though we've done terrible things, Lord, you're willing to forgive if we will turn now. And dear Lord, people don't understand, dear Lord, we've tried to treasure the things of the world, even the money, the rest of it. None of it matters. It's all going to go away quickly. And Lord, what's coming is great. Dear Lord, we'll be able, dear Lord, to speak and things will happen. Dear Lord, we'll be able to speak and light will come forth. Dear Lord, we'll be able to purify the ground by obeying you and understanding your works and your ways and the times. Lord, these are appointed times that's coming. And Lord, you're abounding in kindness. Kindness is the might of you. That grace is that ability to even pour out more on us, dear Lord, so we can give you greater glory. And the knowledge of truth, Lord, is just simply doing the way of your plan to bring forth the kingdom that's glorious. Bring forth all the works in your mind. Father, we pray that people understand this, dear Lord. You're saying the same thing. Even in Joel 2, 12 to 20, Lord, you're saying if we will do these things, if we will turn, you will drive that northern army far away from us. Because, Lord, just like you did in the time, dear Lord, was you speaking to Moses, if the people will keep it, dear Lord, you will drive these all away. But if they will not, then the curses will come. Lord, you even, dear Lord, had the people meet on the sides of the mountain. And, dear Lord, they, they had the Levites go into the valley. And the Levites announced the curses. Dear Lord, but you understand, dear Lord, the curses is, if we know the curse, Lord, we know that the opposite is true. 
because, Lord, you'd never give the curse because of our failure. Otherwise, only by our failure. Dear Lord, if we keep your word, dear Lord, we won't be cursed in that. Father, if we honor our parents, we won't be cursed in that. But if we don't do these things, Lord, if we don't come out from following leaders of fornication, leaders that are putting up idols, leaders that are killing our, our children, dear Lord, and worshiping the God of money, the temple of Baal, Dear Lord, when they did that thing, putting your archways in this week, what they're doing is they're authorizing the global genocide. They're speaking it right in front of us. And because we have no understanding that this is the way of Satan, at the final time, Lord, he has to show us his way. And Lord, because you told us, dear Lord, he always has to make known what he's going to do because that's what you do. And he's making known what he's going to do. He's going to kill the people. Lord, you've made it known in Matthew 24 and Mark 13 that this is going to be true. And Lord, Satan's doing it. He's having his servants make these idols, make these worship services, proclaim these things, dear Lord, which are outright falsities and lies. And Lord, all the leaders that are running for office aren't worthy to be in there. And Lord, it's not even their appointed time. It's the time that we're to come out from these leaders of the world. Forget the election. It's time to elect you as king, appoint you as we're required to do in Daniel 9, 24. Lord, we pray that this prayer tonight will be heard by the people, Lord. Dear Lord, we pray that somehow, dear Lord, you'll speak to their minds. Let them understand that we are people, dear God, that you've shown the way time and time and time again. You repeated it in different ways over and over again. And Lord, you're showing us in Joel 2, 12 to 20, it's just like it was back in the time of Moses' day. Because we've let all these idols to stand in all our nations, because we've allowed all these abortions, if we will not do what you ask us to do in Joel 2, 12 to 20, we don't deserve you to overcome us, dear Lord, overcome the world for us, dear God. Enable us by your word to do it. You know, no reason for you to enter us. But Lord, if we will not hear, if we will not come to truth, all these curses in the Bible are going to come upon us, like you said in Malachi 4, 6. Lord, you said you'd send a messenger before the Lord comes in Malachi 3, 1, in order to make known your words, and it's been done. It's been recorded. And Father, we praise your name, Lord, that you've done it already. And Father, we know that now's the time of the covenant. He's coming in the night, the, the time of the night. Lord, he cannot be delayed. Dear Lord, you said he would come quickly. And Lord, it's coming at the last, last second because we would not turn to you. And Lord, because we've waited so long, it's terrible for the church. It's terrible for the shepherds. Because Lord, you said, dear Lord, if we will not hear your words, they're coming against your people, Lord, just like the rabbis did in that day. But Lord, it's going to be worse at this time because Lord, you've promised these rabbis and preachers, dear Lord, the plague of Zechariah 14, 12, because they're coming against your people who are set apart by truth, who have God in them. And Lord, they do not understand that if they come against these, dear Lord, this is the way protects them as you said in John 5 24 dear Lord in John 5 15 7 first John 5 14 to 15 back in in, in um, so many scriptures Lord even like this one in Exodus 34 Lord you've shown us the way and Lord if you had the tree of life and and the tree of knowledge of good and evil they told him not to eat of it Lord you've told the people don't follow these leaders Lord it's the same thing 
Lord, you've made your way in Isaiah 28, 9 to 13. You showed us, dear Lord, again. You wrote it down on paper this time, dear Lord. Allowed it to be known by Isaiah. Dear Lord, that you give knowledge line by line, precept upon precept, and they have to come out and they have to seek your truth. If they do not, they will stumble and fall backwards. And finally, at the end, they'll be destroyed just like the people in the wilderness. Lord, but this time it's going to be quicker. This time it's going to be violent, dear Lord, because, Lord, there's never been a time like this in all the Bible. If they will not come out now, Lord, destruction is going to be mighty. Lord, we pray that they begin to understand, Lord. Lord, that promise there, dear Lord, of the, of the, the tree of good and evil and the, the, the Garden of Eden, dear Lord, that tree and so on. Lord, it's still standing today. You told us, dear Lord, in, in um, Joel 2.3 and Ezekiel 36.35, in front of us is the likeness of the Garden of Eden. Don't eat what we're not supposed to eat. Eat what we're supposed to eat. Eat the food of the kingdom that does good, that brings forth the good works. And dear Lord, you promised us, dear Lord, we'll be able to eat of that refined fruit, dear Lord, soon. But, Lord, right now, it's enough to receive the word. It's enough, dear Lord, because you told the disciples, Lord, to take just a few of the fish. Lord, you told us uh, the 153 fish, dear Lord. You said in John 21:1, in this way you showed us your way. Lord, just like it was on Mount, before Moses on Mount, Mount Sinai, Lord, you showed him your way. Lord, we pray, dear Lord, that the people at this time, you're trying to show us your way. And, Lord, the, the, the likeness of the Garden of Eden is before us. And, Lord, if we will go forward and learn your word and, and be steady, and people want to rapture overnight, dear Lord, escape the troubles, they haven't earned it. There's no light in them. There's no kingdom in them. They don't love you. They haven't proven they loved you. They will not hear your words. And the shepherds, dear Lord, they don't understand, dear Lord, that you've made that commitment in Luke 14, dear Lord, uh, 24 that they will not taste of your food because they rejected this message. Lord, we pray that they will hear before it's too late. Lord, we pray our families here, our spouses, our children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, parents. Dear Lord, we've all failed you. Lord, there's none of us walking before you, dear Lord, worthy of your kingdom. Because, Lord, we look around and these idols stand. Our currencies stand, dear Lord, with the pagan symbols on it. Dear Lord, they don't understand what it means. Dear Lord, they do not understand the way of your seven spirits. They don't know how to break it down. They don't understand the way to enable the good works. Dear Lord, they, they think these words are just foolishness. And Lord, I pray for those who, dear Lord, have called this, dear Lord, the abomination straight from the pits of hell. Lord, they're going to see what hell looks like. Because, dear Lord, it said very clearly in John 8, 47, that they will receive your words, that when they're uttered, dear God, they, they come forth in a pure language and enables all the good works that you've prepared from before the foundations of the world, as you've said in Ephesians 2, 10. Father, we pray that they will understand. Lord, we pray for revival to fall. We pray, Lord, that they will hear. Thirteen and a half years, Lord, that you've been calling out. And, Lord, it wasn't just the writings and the audios, Lord. You've been doing it in prophetic word after prophetic word after prophetic word. Lord, but the prophets are just like the disciples before the cross. Lord, they do not hear. Even though they, they speak and they walked with you for three and a half years, they never understood your words. And Luke 24, 45, dear Lord, finally, after receiving the Spirit, dear Lord, they never thought to ask for the Spirit to unlock the words to them. They didn't do it with a humble heart or a pure heart. They didn't understand. Even in the Last Supper, dear Lord, it's saying there, dear Lord, they think they claim they got the words, and you said, do you really? 
Basically, that's what you're saying there, Lord. They don't really have it. And then they saw in Luke 24, 45, 44 and 45, that yes, indeed, these are the words. And then after they'd received those words, they were able to understand the scriptures. Lord, the prophets, the preachers, the elders, the theologians, the universities, the seminaries are blind. And dear Lord, they're leading people. Dear Lord, it's dangerous for them. Dear Lord, they're leading the blind because they haven't taught the truth to them. And Lord, you said there'll be a curse upon these teachers. There'll be a curse upon all the shepherds. And dear Lord, you said in Zechariah 10, 3, you're angry with them. They better understand. Dear Lord, you were very slow to anger. But when your counsel was set up at the time of judgment, you're coming, dear Lord, like you said in Zephaniah 3, 8, with fire in your eyes. And a fire, dear Lord, is they need to understand is the inheritance. You're going to take your words away from them, the right of the words, just like you said in Luke 14, 24. They won't eat of your words. They won't be able to taste your words. And that means, dear Lord, the plagues are going to come upon them. There'll be nothing to heal them. There'll be nothing to cast out the demons from them. There'll be nothing, dear Lord, to allow them to stand when the boils are all over their bodies. Some of them, dear Lord, won't even make it that Lord, Because, dear Lord, the world's going to make a, a lot of people destroyed and lord unless they repent before you at the very last minute they won't even be a martyr lord we pray to god that they'll turn quickly because the war is almost here we've been warning it and warning it and warning it and every year they were ready you were ready to bring them forth because lord you got to bring the people forth that they can be judged and lord now it's come to a time in the night because you said in luke 17 34 in the night of your day it's going to be the time of judgment the separation judgment you said again in John 9, 4, 5, it's going to be a time when you take away the right of the words from them because the light is going to be going out from those of the world. And if they're not of the kingdom of God set apart by the words of God that they refuse to receive, then it's going out from them. You said, Lord, to be many prophets, many elders, many healers, many people cast out demons, and I know many wonderful ministers like that. But Lord, you said that they're going to be punished because lord they had the opportunity they had a calling to receive the word the prophetic words were telling them lord to get the words of truth get the words they do not know they've heard these and they've ignored the message lord even to this day there's those speaking prophecy of the world even though the judgment is here and they can see it their lord and the riots and the troubles have started already it's just like labor pains in terrible ways lord you were trembling the earth before now dear lord you're exploding it Father, we pray that understand you told them the parable of the ant, dear Lord, that if they don't gather their food in the summertime, and we're talking the food of the kingdom, the words of God that enable the great promises, then they will not eat in the fall. It means they will not have a right to call upon your words. And Lord, we pray that they repent zealously like the men of Nineveh before you pleading with you that maybe they can have mercy. Lord, we pray, dear God, that they'll wake up and realize their situation. Lord, they, all they need to do is look around and see all the idols of their nation that they've done nothing to ask you to bring them to powder. Lord, they haven't united in any cause like you told them in Joel 2, 12 to 20. The only cause that the shepherds have done, Lord, the majority of them is to join the FEMA. Dear Lord, they get money to be on the emergency management thing. Dear Lord, they don't realize that it's like the, the traitors in World War II, dear Lord, that helped bring the Jews into the concentration camps. Lord, that's what they are. And Lord, we pray for all these, dear Lord, they might hear the truth tonight and repent. Lord, we pray you'd shake the earth. Dear Lord, somehow let this message go out to your people. 
Dear Lord, speak it to them. Father, let them understand your truth. Let them understand that they have a short window, and that window is very, very close to being closed from heaven above by the order of the Father. And there's nothing you can do when he sets his appointed times. Father, we thank you. We ask you, Lord, just please be merciful. Father, please remember our families, dear Lord, and our brothers and sisters. Dear Lord, we pray, dear God, for those we've talked to who didn't believe us. Lord, we pray for those who have rejected your word and called it abomination to the pits of hell. They don't know what they're doing, Father. They do not understand, Lord, the scriptures. And Lord, they don't understand the times, and they're only focused on money and position and power. Lord, we pray that they would turn and repent. Let them understand, Lord, that you've promised a Korah, a way of, the way of the death of Korah on many people, and they're not afraid. They're not trembling. They're not standing before you to check their lamp, as you said in Matthew 25, 31, or 1 to 13, the parable of the ten virgins. They're not checking their wick. They're so confident. Lord, they do not understand. They've rejected the inheritance of the kingdom, just like Esau. Lord, they've treated it as nothing. They think they got it, and it's enough. And dear Lord, they look at the world and don't take responsibility for it. Father, we pray you'll help. Lord, please send forth the trembling. We ask this in thy precious and thy holy name, that your will will be done, that your kingdom come, that the stumbling blocks will be removed, that your word may be heard in this world. Father, please let the people come out. Let them understand it's not the time, dear God, to appoint a president. It's the time to anoint you as king as you've ordered us to do in Daniel 9.24. Because we're in the night. Lord, you've clarified that in many prophetic words and in the scriptures and in the timings. There's no excuse. We pray, Lord, you'll help us and hear us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>